Hey guys, welcome to the Black and the Beast podcast where we talk about the bees of being black and the beast we deal with daily. I want to thank you guys for joining me. It's been a very, very, very long time. A lot has changed and uh, I want to talk to you guys about some of that. Thank you for coming back or joining me for the first time. Hopefully we can stay on track this time, but hope you enjoy. I want to thank you guys so much for coming back and for your patience with me. Um, If you don't know, my name's Kirsten. I'm the host of this show, which you just heard a few seconds ago. Um, And I started this show a while back. And I guess when I, when I, if I want to be transparent about it, because uh, everything has some type of theme or some type of flow to it. And I think mental health is this one at least getting to this point. Uh, And I want to be very transparent and and a form of open about it. But when I started the podcast, I was very hopeful, which I always am for the most part. I think all of us are in our minds. We're like extremely hopeful about the next venture that we have or the spark that, uh, that comes to us, that epiphany thing. And we get excited about it and then we start to carry it out. And then something happens. And it's always something that's like unexpected and crazy. Excuse the dogs in the background. That's my neighbor's dogs. I can't really do nothing about it. Hopefully one day we can. But, um, and they're very annoying. But, um, yeah, no. So we're talking about that, like, uh, that spark that you get when you have a new idea. And I think this podcast is that and it's genuinely something that I want to commit to it's actually like the number one priority that I have right now but I think sometimes you have to go through things you have to go through like a few trials and then you come back to a place where you could say was it really worth it or do I really want it and I think that this is one of those things and like like I said a lot has changed I've been through a lot so uh first thing that has changed that one major thing that big colossal boom that kind of stopped everything was I gave birth um I had a little boy and it's been really dope hard but really dope because you know I have different types of realities and I can like I said I can be transparent like I'm not one of those fairy tale people that's like oh my gosh pregnancy is so amazing da, da, da. no I hate it one day you wake up and everything changes overnight it's selfish but we live in a generation of it's my body I'm not saying that you know you don't change it I mean it's it's not okay to change that for your child like it's definitely worth it but it sucks uh but that happened uh, at the time that I started recording this podcast, I had a job and uh, I wasn't happy there at all. I actually was pregnant there. And when I started recording the podcast, it was more of like my escape from that job. And uh, one day it's actually, I think the last episode that I posted here, uh, I recorded it at that job and the energy there was so bad that it kind of just was like, whatever, bro. Like, I don't know if I'm done doing this or like if it's even worth it, if I'm gonna have like these type of pet challenges but I actually got in trouble for recording the podcast there uh after I had got permission pretty funky place like I said I was pregnant there um it was it was a really really tough place maybe one day I'll give an episode to that like those work environments that still kind of have like a slave mentality but you know that sounds real dramatic but it's facts most of us hate the places we work at we just optimistic about it because it helps us to feed our families but um I was working there 
and then I found a new job and I went to that new job and I haven't really told many people but I lost that new job and I think like I said everything has learning attached to it and that new job it was a blessing and it was something really amazing but like ironically enough like they have this thing called like an all hands meeting and the company is like a UK based company but the CEO of the company basically like the the creator of the company the founder he was hosting this meeting and this day I got fired but he's hosting this meeting and there's a portion of it where he's like talking about the freedom of being a project manager and being able to have like the room to be creative and x y and z and why it's like the perfect job for a creative and uh then he mentions that he got fired from that job before because he he said he had a job as a project manager excuse me and he enjoyed that job and uh he got fired from that job and he said that job basically he got fired from that job right before he developed the company that I used to work for so I thought that was really dope and it was ironic and it also it was inspiring it was a learning experience because I didn't take it as hard as I thought I would but I think all the pressure that came to it I don't I've never been fired before this was the first time in my life it ever happened and I think most of the pressure from it came with the fact that now I truthfully understand that like not before but like now <laughs> before I wanted to be an entrepreneur in some form or fashion at the least I want to be my own brand I don't necessarily want to work for anybody I think most millennials can say that because the working structure low-key sucks for for all of us but some of us worse um but I don't want to do that and then I don't want the, anyone to have the power of like putting my life on pause because they feel that I'm not good enough like I've never been one to be like oh standardize anything is dope because all of us are different we all have our unique attributes and our unique characteristics humanity is unique every person on this planet is unique so for you to be boxed into anything standardized it's like yeah you have to assimilate because it's the culture we've created in society but it's it's not like realistic for a human being so like at the end of the day I want to be I want to have the freedom to be my own and I don't know how long that's going to take and I think that idea and that concept while I was getting fired was the one that was crossing my mind like do you understand what you can be like now you've kind of broken past that oh this is it thought process because realistically like up until that point it's like oh my god what am I gonna do da, 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 da. but once you sit in there it's like kind of like not a good thing but it's like bittersweet because it's like okay so the stress is gone the immediate stress is gone so like now what and it's like in that moment you can either break through or you can break down and it's like for me I'm deciding to break through because this happened a little bit over a week ago and it's it's just like I said it's just a lot of change and it's like it's a creative opportunity I feel because now I get to sit down and I get to do this and though I'm still looking for work and I'm still like adjusting it's one of those things where it's like I don't have to wake up on somebody else's time and like when I get up and do this hopefully it pays off you feel me and like it's just this not to say that the show is really changing but like this is a journey bro like in the most passionate way possible like this is a journey this is 
life changes every day and we learn to commit to things and we learn to connect to things and at some point we learn that those connections matter and we learn that like what we're passionate about matters and we make conscious decisions to choose that or to walk away from that and I think that right now where I'm at I'm I'm at that that fork in the road you get me like and I don't think that it should be one I think that I should have options just like the rest of us so like I said this is a journey I'm gonna talk to you guys I'm gonna be more open I'm gonna be more transparent I'm gonna talk about what I'm thinking I might talk about culture things I don't want to I don't I don't want to box any of this in because like I said it's a journey black and the beast is more than just just black culture you feel me like I said it's a black experience and I want to give that to you from my black experience in the best way possible so like I said like like, it's just thank you guys for being patient and, and coming back. And some people are listening to this like, oh, she's rambling and she's all over the place. But no, it's it's one of those things where, like I said, for mental health purposes, sometimes you have to get it off you. And sometimes you have to get it off you in the best way for you. And for me, I think that this this is it. I like talking to people. I like inspiring people. I don't know how many people I'll touch. I don't know how many people will sit down and commit to listening to this through work or how many people sit down and commit to like understanding or opening up to other thought processes like in the last few months I've experienced crazy ass shit like I'm gonna have I'm, I'm gonna have to do an episode on this it, it's gonna matter it's gonna be important but at that job that I worked at for the last like three months it was really dope because the person that sat right next to me or chose to sit right next to me uh he was a satanist and it was like an ironic experience because we're kind of like taught to like deviate from that and like to not entertain that because of a lack of understanding and knowledge and it's like when you sit down and you just talk to people you understand that the the gap between us is us like we're sitting here like judging people and we're sitting here placing these invisible like walls in between us because of things we don't understand when it's like bro we don't understand shit like Erica Badu says the man who knows something knows that he knows nothing at all you feel me so it's one of those things we don't understand motherfucking shit and we're sitting here like judging other people when at the end of the day we might like the same motherfucking cartoons we might be into the same music we might like the same forms of mythology and the same stories and we might be able to transfer knowledge and communicate communicate in in ways that are productive to society naturally like just think about that expansive moment So that's kind of why, like, what I'm going through in my ramble is relevant because I've gone through so much. So much has changed. I've met so many beautiful people. I've met so many ugly ones. And the unique thing about it is we get to go through this together. It's Black and the Beast. I'm black as fuck. And I can say I love being black as fuck. And and even if it's not black, I don't even want to offend nobody. Whatever it is to you, a form of indigenous, uh, uh, fucking queen, X, Y, and Z, whatever you want to call me, whatever this form of royalty that bleeds through my blood is, you feel me? Like, I love this. I love the experience and no offense to anyone else. You, all of us are supposed to love who we are all the way through, but this has been something I have been distinctively taught to detach myself from because of of things that I can't change about me. And I love every bit of it. I love every single part of it. I love the intricacies of being me. And so I think that that's what's going to make this dope. So we're going to 
kind of get caught up, but not in the traditional way. I'm not about to sit here and talk your ears off for another 20 minutes about, you know, the past three months, but it'll be sprinkled into the next few episodes and my experiences. Um, like I said, <laughs> a journey. This is a journey. So, like, let's do this shit. So, this uh, episode is different because we're not really talking about, uh, a, like, event or anything of that nature, like, scenario shit. We're going to talk about real life. And, like, I think it's really important for me to share my experiences uh, at least my thought processes, like regarding my experiences and the things that have gotten me through, not necessarily going into detail about certain things, but just, just expressing like what helped or what's helping since this is, you know, an ongoing thing, you know? Um, but I want to, I want to discuss that. So, um, I wrote down some things that stood out to me that I feel were very helpful in making, like uh choices to to have a more optimistic perspective uh if i could say like things that that forced me to sit back and appreciate where i'm at even in like what you consider to be a low a low or the lowest moment but um one thing the first thing that i wrote down like that came off the top of my head there's no specific order here but uh my motivations changed so like at one point it's like oh I want to get this and I want to get that like it's like it's about it's about me creating creating this life or or this facade of a life that I'm living that's not necessarily comfortable like I know that I have my issues but to show people that it puts you in a very vulnerable space and I think for me, it's one of those things where, uh, like, like I said, as as I grew, like when I when I realized that I was pregnant, like because I realized it before before sh- shit got real. Uh, but um, I think as a mother, like innately, my thought process changed. So like, like I was. Like, there was things I was doing. Like, I, I had smoked cigarettes with my coworkers. Like, not, like, a frequent thing, but like, more like a social thing on lunch breaks. Like, I was in training at my uh, last job when I found out. So, it's like, I would, but then I just didn't want them anymore. You feel me? And, like, then I wanted to get healthier. And then, like, I started to cherish my relationship with my daughter differently. Like, you don't sit and think about the things that, like, like, I'm that person that obsesses over what needs to be right and what needs to be done differently and what could be done better. And I'm very critical of myself in every capacity. But at that time, like, my thought process changed because it's like all of that matters. But at the end of the day, like, you have a beautiful child with you now. At the time, I didn't know, you know, it was because I was about to prep for not to just be her. But it was just my motivation started to change and then I found out that I was pregnant and it was a very like difficult and turbulent moment and like I could be honest about it and very like very transparent but like and I can say in my heart 
this is not it wasn't a question at all it wasn't a question out loud it was because society and and the things that we have to experience and like the hardships that come with already being a single parent like I I understand like the thought out loud but like when you have to sit and contemplate bills or baby you feel me or both it's it's really hard and that I went through that like most females in my generation and it's like that getting through that and 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 making the conscious decision okay I'm gonna have this child and I'm gonna raise this child and we're gonna like make this shit work I'm gonna do this shit and when I say we're gonna make this shit I mean like me and my daughter are gonna make this shit work like it's gonna be dope like that changed my entire thought process on shit definitely changed my motivation because at the beginning of that it was really hard and it was a lot of like tears but by the end of it like I was ready I was ready to fight type shit like so I think I like proved to myself that I can do something because mentally overcoming that was crazy but it definitely changed my thought process as to why like before my why was creating an image of some shit that was really dope of me and this this little girl you know me and my daughter like doing this doing that and being this idea and this cliche of what it is that you know a mother daughter are to be and then I get pregnant and that whole thought process it breaks down and it's like that shit wasn't even important like I need to actually have a relationship with my child and I have to be able to build a relationship between two children now like so that whole that whole experience just that alone it had it, it definitely changed my thought process on things so like I feel like that was important because you have to pay attention to that it's easy to overlook that and especially in our social media society it's easy to overlook when your motivations need to change and when things are going to become different because when you don't notice that you start to make selfish decisions and you start to do things that are like irreparable to yourself and you start to put yourself in a position where you experience traumas you selected and i think that that's something that we experience in our community a lot in every community but I can only speak for mine but I can see that like in our generations of old where those moments in life have created a different version of them that would have been maybe better off today who's to say now we can't live in the what if but like maybe if you would have accepted when your motivation was to change you could have done something productive for your community and then for the children that that came in your community because now we sitting here like what the fuck you feel me and y'all looking at us like what the fuck so i think that i think that that was really important um the second thing that i wrote down that i think is important too and this is this is where like me sitting with my old coworker who is like my homie like straight up but like with me sitting next to that person and then the different people that I met there it forced me to be more introspective about things like to sit back and think about myself in a in a capacity that was actually extremely humbling because I'm not important in a room full of people that are just as wild as me or a room full of people that might agree with the wild thoughts that I have or a group a group of people that aren't afraid to say the things that fuck people up like I had a conversation with a white guy about him not wanting to date black girls at all 
just not being attracted to us and like running from us in the club and I felt that was tad dramatic but I understood where he was coming from and at the end of the day it put me in a position where it was like I could get mad at this nigga for thinking what he what he's thinking or I could I could like be alright because I ain't waking up looking for one I ain't looking up checking for none so it's like at the end of the day like that was that's a learning experience because that's just as triggering as saying the n-word to people like that that is a triggering especially for a black woman we already don't feel appreciated and for you to say that shit out loud to me like that was a learning experience and so it forced me to think of myself differently because who am I to tell this person what they should want or what they should believe in or what they should think who am I to who, who am I to tell you what you should wake up craving in the morning type shit so it was like one of those experiences so that I think that prepared me to lose my job because I can't like to I guess an expectation puts you in a very crippling space and to expect to be better than someone else like oh this can't happen to me or oh if this happens to me the world's gonna end and like why can I say that about myself when I know people who are in worse situations or who could possibly be in worse situations or have survived worse situations you feel me so like that changed things or like even the homie like like when I say even like it's crazy it's, it was, it's a lot of people but like when I speak on the conversations that were that were being had like I had to really sit back and think about if, if I was even a, a real empath like I got humbled to that position where it's like when it when it becomes a survival thing what what do you commit to you feel me like do you commit to your morals of being a better person and doing this better and doing that better or 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 do you survive you feel me and I learned that I'm I'm more you know the moral person not saying that I'm not open to change or anything but I have integrity I have willpower I have me at the end of the day there's nothing anyone else can give me that's better than that or worse than that because when I'm alone that's all I have even when I have children when they in here talking and or sleeping or whatever they're doing I'm the one in my head you feel me so like it just put me in a place where it's like nobody's about to to judge me that matters because I can't judge anyone and it matter and that sounds like not wild but like it might sound like I'm trying to be like extra deep or something but it's not that it's literally the experience that I had to put me in this position that I feel today because bro like if I'm sitting here thinking I'm greater than the next person I'm stressed over some shit I can't change I'm calling numbers that ain't that ain't open I'm doing things that that literally are non-productive crying losing my edges and sweating and shit like that shit ain't cute like that shit ain't dope you feel me so it's like no I'm not not I learned that to be introspective in your most humbling moments you can really learn things because nobody's faking with you nobody's pretending with you when you have nothing to give and that that was one thing that was really important about getting me to where I'm at right now and at least in my thought process and in in regards to my perspective of things another thing that I wrote down um friendship there are certain people in my life that say some really fucking dope shit that sticks. I had a homie, because I'm always stressed out about daycare, and I'm always stressed out about, like, this person helping with this, or this person doing that, or I'm always stressed out about some shit that's triggering me, and that's caused by X, Y, and Z. And so, 
one day I was talking to the homie about it because it gets really hard mentally, man. Really hard to be a parent and to have like all this pressure and shit on you all day, every day. Like literally from the second you wake up to the time you go to sleep. Like waking up, dropping kids off at 7, not getting to them until 11 type of shit. Like that shit is crazy. Like 11 p.m. And I was having a really like hard day and I, had, I, I was talking to the homie and she like straight up told me, she was like, bro, before before you fail your greatness is going to explode and i can honestly say that the day i got fired that was the first thing that i thought this could be the catalyst to something fucking great bro even if it's not this in particular even if it's something else just the fact that now i have i got something feeding my creativity at least for a little bit you feel me so it's like to have that person right next to me in my council of people of strong people that are around me and then to have like friends that are like all right bro you you don't do shit but take care of kids all day let me let me take you out let me do something for you or to have friends that'll sit and listen to you just cry like to to have that like that that's a part of that's a part of the gap you feel me like it's a part of that shit and it's just crazy to me because if I didn't have that like if I didn't have that one conversation where that one moment happened in the conversation I might not have been strong enough you feel me it's one of those situations and I told her like bro that's like a life quote I should get that shit tatted on me because it was real as fuck and it's like I said, it's really hard when you're looking at social media. And like, I think I might need to detox that shit, but most of us might need to detox that shit. <laughs> but when you're looking at social media and all the different things that are going on, like I got a daughter and when I gave birth, I had a son. So it's like all the, the stuff that I'm seeing online and the craziness that goes on every day, like, bro, I'm fucked up. And then to have to be stressed about work, getting to work, having somebody to watch your kids, then getting home and not being able to sleep because X, Y, and Z or the stress of the day, like dealing with all of that shit. Like when you have just somebody to let that off to who don't give a fuck and friends don't have to just be friends. You can have blood. That's friends. You feel me? And so for you to be in that position where you actually need that shit, like it's just, it's just crazy. And like, like I said, like that's one of those things that helped me through it. And like another thing I can say, uh, another topic, I know it sounds like I'm all over the place, but I'm just reading them off as I wrote them. But another thing that helped me through was genuinely love like genuinely love like all the people who are extremely transparent about what they want from me or not wanting anything at all just want to be there to help or just want to be there to talk or just lean, lean, want to be there for a shoulder to lean on like all of those people like all of those situations it was like it's it was and it is truthfully beautiful because it comes from everywhere if you pay attention. I told uh, one of my friends the other day, like, we wake up every day and we consciously choose to ignore people. You ignore friends' requests. You ignore people who might be attempting to smile at you. You ignore phone calls. We wake up and we choose to ignore thousands of thousands of people, not realizing that some of that it is a, some of that's admitted love. Some of those people are smiling at you because they see you. You're frustrated on your face. Like some of those people are smiling at you because they genuinely care. To even if that's all they can do is render what they can do at that time. Like some people are genuine. And you don't notice that like even today, like genuine love and humanity and not just intimate love, but just love like I 
uh, my my tire uh, when I went down, you know, to bring my kids to daycare so that I could do something like this and you know do job applications and shit like an adult. Um, when I went downstairs, my tire was blown out. I went to not blown out, but there's a hole in it and it was flat. So I was able to drive to one place, put some air in it. Uh, while drive, I drove to two places. There, the air was out of order. Drove to another place, put some air in it. The actual, actually, the dude that was in front of me paid for the air for me, so that was really dope. That was one thing. And uh, then I got to drop the kids off, and I was on my way to go and put some air in it but I realized that there, like I said there was a hole in the tire so I wasn't driving on anything at that point and so I pulled over to try to change the spare and I'm not gonna lie I was I was confused I do this shit all the time but this I like blank like a motherfucker on what the fuck I was supposed to do and this dude literally just pulled up behind me and was like move out the way and changed the the, the tire like changed it put the other tire in the trunk got in his car that was it called it a day like and it was just really dope because those type of things when you don't feel like you have shit those type of things matter and people do things like that all the time if you pay attention people holding doors for you like if you sit back and you actually appreciate people like the people even at the gas station you go to every day to buy your swishers or some shit or like the restaurants you visit all the time like these are things that I learned like you have conversations with those people because when times like this happen you that that love is irreplaceable because you don't know those people they have nothing to give you i went to the taco shop by my house and i told the worker there what happened like i told the the one of the dudes there what happened and he literally came around gave me a hug and told me do not get depressed over that they don't know what they lost that's literally what he said and all of our conversations have literally been had over taco tuesday me paying for my my food like that is literally what it is so it's like that that love when you pay attention to it and you really you immerse yourself in it it matters and it helps you feel me and then the last thing (laughs) and it's crazy but I think that this is the black and the beast part (laughs) because this is mad relevant to us as black people when things get really rough when we laugh at our pain in a way that's really unique to others like there's no such thing as a too soon joke with us and and like it sounds fucked up but like literally the day I got fired bro I'm not gonna lie I was a little dehydrated my lips was ashy I went to go pick up my kids from their dad and he told me I looked homeless and like I didn't have a job the day I got fired and we sat there and we laughed because that shit was funny like that has been very fucking helpful to be sarcastic and to laugh at the inappropriate fucking pain and all of this shit like that is so unique to black people because that is my band-aid in this healing process not to say that all the time it's gonna be cool but when you with people you love and they know you and they know your experiences and you have those moments where you can genuinely sit back and laugh at the fact like you have to that's like low-key like time travel on some deep metaphysic shit like to sit and be able to laugh at pain in a moment that that hasn't passed yet to be able to laugh at some shit like it happened tomorrow today to forget the pain of right now and to be able to experience that shit from an outside place like that's so unique to us and we've always lived in the tomorrows and we've always laughed at tomorrows and we've always laughed like it's tomorrow and i i'm not gonna lie that's a band-aid it's a band-aid across the board to everybody it's not unique to just us but it's unique to us in the capacity in which we use it to heal and i think that that's really dope and that has been one thing that really helps there go the motherfucking dogs again and all that other shit going on but 
uh i felt like that would be really dope to give because like i said in all of this i realized that i genuinely want to impact people in a positive way and i want to create experiences experiences or or at least avenues to think about things that we wouldn't necessarily choose and I think that's really important in our community because we've been so boxed in and it's time for us to start growing and if you can't if you can't work on yourself if you can't afford to work on yourself in a traditional way like we could talk to each other let's have that village mentality like bounce ideas off of people (laughs) what do you (laughs) excuse me what do you do to heal You feel me? Like, what do you genuinely do to heal? That could help, at least to get to where, you know, that next phase and all of this shit is. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. Those are the things that I'm doing constructively right now to put myself in the best place possible for the next step or the next phases in my life. And I think a lot of us want to pursue our dream and our true goal. And I think it's time for us to start doing that because certain things are getting played out. And a lot of us are bosses in employee positions. And that's just not natural. Like some people are very comfortable in being happy with clocking in and being on time and get receiving accolades for what they're supposed to do under the title that they receive or some of us you know we we're not that we understand our value we understand our worth and that doesn't make a boss but some of us cringe at the thought of assimilating some of us can't do it some of us would not be ourselves if that was the end of our story and I think it's time for us to start having the conversations that those people have or even if it's not the conversations that those people have to start having conversations that open us up in a way that we can get to those conversations that those people have like let's get inspired and let's be inspired on some shit but that's it (laughs) it's a short episode um not to change the energy of things it's a short episode but i'm gonna bring some more to you guys it's gonna be really dope we're gonna have a lot and when i say that i genuinely mean it and i'm terrified because that means responsibility but oh well fuck it shit i want to be rich someday just like everybody else hopefully i'll listen to this one day and be like oh i said i wanted to be rich someday just like everybody else but yeah thank you guys and thank you like i said genuinely from the bottom of my heart thank you for being patient thank anybody who listens for listening thank anybody who shares this for sharing it this is black and the beast podcast and we're beautiful and life is hard it's a beast of a fucking life but we got this shit because we laugh at that shit Alright guys, the, that that wraps it up. Like I said, this episode wasn't about like real scenario things. It's more like I said, us experiencing things together and sharing things with each other because I want to be transparent in my experiences and I hope that we provide each other with some hope. Like, hope somebody shares some things with me or we get to the point where this is big enough for us to listen to each other in a different way. You feel me? So, uh, that wraps up that at the least like I said we're gonna have more topics like that but I do want to give you guys a a little idea of what I'm gonna get into uh there's some topics that I want to get into uh in later episodes I want to do religion versus people I I do want to talk about religion versus us as a people more or less like we as black people have so many different thought processes and we have so many different perspectives of religion that we have within our community but to everybody else we just loud in church and you have some people that really believe that 
Christianity was given us given to us by the slave master. You got people who genuinely hold to that. You got some of us who don't believe that Christianity is is a physical thing at all. That is more a way of life. You have some people that believe in the five percent th- uh, mythology. You have some people that believe in Muhammad. You have black Buddhists. You have a variety of us. So I want to talk about that because I think that's very unique. And when we get down to the bottom of it, all of us are, are just looking for something to understand at least in America. Um, I I want to talk about parenting in the black community because we having a lot of conversation regarding that. You know, when your kids should be able to do this, when your kids should be able to do that. Uh, should you be whipping your kids? Should you not be whipping your kids? I want to talk about that because I think that that is really important to us as we grow. We're mo- most of us that I, from what I understand, that would be listening to this are young people. So, like, I want to do that. Um, I want to talk about, um, how, how can we fix our woes? Like, at what point do we stop saying, okay, man, everybody ain't gonna make it. And we start dealing with the people that are gonna make it. When do we do that? And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, I also want to talk about some of the what ifs of being black. We'll get into that a little bit later because I think that's going to be a conversation that I can that can cause me to, you know, go all over the place just right now. But we're definitely going to get into some of the what ifs. I want to talk about uh, black fathers and we can talk about black mothers, too. We can talk about both because each have trauma. Um, and I do want to start incorporating more cultural topics because not to toot my own horn or anything, but I think I might be funny as fuck sometimes. And not necessarily does that matter, but I have an opinion about this shit too. And I think not necessarily different than other people, but I reach it differently sometimes. And I think that sometimes you guys might find that shit entertaining. And if not, oh fucking well, because all of us got an opinion and this is my place to say it, just like you have your place to say it and hopefully your place gets big too hopefully all of us get big <laughs> uh but i do want to talk about some of that stuff because ti and the hymen that's invasive as fuck uh they're like there's just a lot going on all the time and it's always something fucking different i want to talk about that shit and then i also want to incorporate guests like i want to have different people here to, to talk and to to bounce ideas off of and different things so i think that'd be really dope too um but that's it thank you guys once again for joining the black and the bees podcast the beauties of being black and the beasts we deal with every day losing our motherfucking jobs all type of shit like that so thank you so much for joining and have a beautifully blessed positive optimistic and uplifted day